You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Today, making tunnels is easy. How many of us live near subways or drive through them? But someone had to do it first, or in today's case, second. This is episode 347 for the 13th of December, 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is ARC 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode was written by Richie Cruz. This network is supported by our listeners. You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high-quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members-only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. The tunnel of Eupolenos, also called the Eupolenian Aqueduct, is an aqueduct 3,399 feet long, built to take water from a hidden spring through Mount Castro to the capital city of Samos in the 6th century BC. This was probably meant to protect the city from a favorite tactic employed by armies besieging cities for thousands of years, cutting off the flow of water and waiting for people to either starve or surrender. The tunnel is most famous for being one of only two ever dug from both ends, and the first that employed a geometry-based method to ensure that the two tunnels actually met in the middle. It was used for a thousand years and achieved great fame in the ancient world, even meriting a mention in the histories written by Greek historian, maybe the first historian, Herodotus. It was Herodotus's mention of the aqueduct that led explorers to begin searching for it. It was rediscovered in the early 1880s. The tunnel served as one part of a system to supply Samos with water. Beginning at the Inland Spring, a buried channel, complete with inspection shafts for easy maintenance, winds through a hillside to the northern entrance of the aqueduct. The water would then flow through Mount Castro in pipes routed through a trench below the main chamber of the tunnel, which allowed maintenance workers access to the aqueduct in case anything in there broke. From the tunnel, another hidden channel buried below the surface carried the water the rest of the way to Samos. The principle of geometry used by the tunnel's lead engineer, Ippolinos, to plan out the tunneling project are the same ones that would be codified or written down by Euclid several centuries later. Without getting too technical or needing the kinds of pictures you can't listen to, Euplanos used lines and angles to figure out where to put the tunnel. He probably measured and laid out stakes along the way to give the workers making the tunnel a target to aim for, because without some, some way of knowing which direction to dig, you could dig for a million years and not meet anywhere in the middle. The first was a line through what he thought would be the easiest place to dig through the mountain. Then he connected the channels that would supply the water from the spring to the city to the route he chose through the mountain, which is how he figured out how to start digging. He also had to make sure that he started digging at the same elevation on each side and kept digging straight through, which meant more geometry in the form of lines and precise angles. Eupolenos also employed two tricks when tunneling through the mountain, just in case his measurements were off. If you could look at the tunnel from the side, you would see that one half is higher than the other. This is deliberate. He raised the roof of the northern half while lowering the floor of the southern half. This way, even if he got his starting elevations wrong, the two tunnels would meet somewhere. It's interesting to note that though the, his vertical measurements over almost 3,000 feet were only 4 centimeters off. Vertical is easy. Horizontal is harder. If you look at the tunnel from above, you see that the spot where the two halves of the tunnel meet are dog legs, which means they look like bent straws. He bent each tunnel in the opposite direction, when the workers making the tunnel could hear each other, which looks like two long lines bending down to make the letter V in the middle. Amazingly, the tunnels were only a few meters off. A true feat of ancient engineering. Thank you. 
That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show was produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.